Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning's circuit breaker, the radical six-day lockdown to suffocate South Australia's COVID cluster. Some flee the state, others flood supermarkets to stock up. Fast-track push, Pfizer's vaccine set for emergency approval within days after its final results were even better than expected. Difficult reading the report into alleged war crimes by Australian troops to be released today. And an origin upset for the ages, the Maroons overcome a depleted Blues side to claim the series. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. South Australia has entered a six-day hard lockdown to try to contain Adelaide's growing COVID cluster. The restrictions are the harshest seen in Australia, with even outdoor exercise off limits. Health officials say this is the way to get on top of the outbreak, which has grown to 22 people. Putting South Australia at a standstill. We are going hard and we are going early. Time is of the essence. One of the world's harshest lockdowns announced and the public response was instant. Shopping frenzy. Oh, overwhelming. Never seen anything like it. Never ever seen it like this and the announcement was only, what, 30 minutes ago? The harsh and hurried shutdown will affect every South Australian, lasting six days, at least for now. I can't be making this decision in two or three weeks' time or even two or three days' time because it's going to be too late. I must admit this is something that we didn't anticipate. Schools, universities, takeaways, pubs, cafes, restaurants, factories, aged care locked down. Weddings and funerals banned. So too sport. And masks strongly encouraged outside home. And from today mandatory for passengers on old Qantas and Jetstar flights leaving Adelaide. This is undoubtedly a harder lockdown. Even walking the dog is banned. There is no permission to leave home to exercise for the next six days. When you're at home, you're at home. And this is why authorities are so concerned. Woodville Pizza Bar, where one of the infected security guards from Peppers was also working while contagious. They believe the virus survived on a pizza box and spread to a customer. Now an overwhelming task of trying to track down and quarantine every delivery driver and customer as the virus moves faster than before. It cemented my fears that this virus is breeding very, very rapidly. You've got a short incubation period and you've got three days as those generations move on. From the PM, support. These are precautionary and temporary measures with a clear end date. That health advice is that we need a circuit breaker. We need a circuit breaker to stay ahead of this. After six days, there'll be eight days of moderate restrictions, then a reassessment. Amanda Backman, 7 News. 
Hundreds of people managed to escape South Australia before the harsh lockdown came into effect. There was a mass exodus from Adelaide Airport. Three fully booked flights touched down in Sydney last night with very happy passengers on board. Service was fantastic. Plane was full. Unusual. So, yeah, we had a good flight. We're very, very lucky that the timing was good. Yeah, I, was, I was happy. Everyone seemed to be in a good mood. So, yeah, it was... And relieved, a lot of people were relieved. You could hear them saying it on the plane. I was uh, holding the booking online as the Premier of South Australia was speaking and as soon as he uh, said a couple of comments, confirmed it, and within 30 minutes the, uh, the flight was fully booked. Health authorities have introduced extra screening measures for new arrivals with passengers required to undergo temperature checks after touching down. A new COVID testing regime is being rolled out for hotel quarantine workers to prevent an Adelaide-style outbreak. Health officials across the nation have agreed to the measure, which would see employees working in quarantine facilities tested at least weekly. Acting Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly says it's clear hotel quarantine is now the major risk for reintroduction of COVID into Australia. Pharmaceutical company Pfizer has revised the success rate of its COVID vaccine to 95%. Final analysis showed of the 170 participants in the trial who, con who contracted the virus, 162 were on placebo medication, only eight were really vaccinated. They have also concluded their treatment is safe for older people with no adverse side effects. We will cross live to the US later in the bulletin, where the drug company is pushing for regulators for fast-tracked approval. Against the odds, Queensland have won the state of origin decider against New South Wales in a thriller. In front of the biggest crowd seen anywhere in the world since the pandemic began, the Maroons held off a late blues surge at Suncorp Stadium. 49,000 fans packed into Suncorp Stadium. It felt like origin in any other year. The Blues were heavy favourites to secure their third series win in a row, but the Maroons had different plans. A dropped catch from debutante Corey Allen let James Tedesco level the scores. In came Tedesco like a thief in the night. The Blues captain's night didn't last much longer. Knocked out after an accidental Josh Papali knee to the head, but it was Jai Arrow who copped the criticism. That's just not needed the extra. The game's hard enough as it is without that rubbish coming into the play. The Blues were down their best player and the Maroons took advantage. 10-6 at half-time, a Queensland upset loomed. After the break, debutant Harry Grant showed he might be more than Cam Smith's successor at the Storm. Grant puts the head down. Oh, I think he might have a try. Harry Grant is a star. But the Blues didn't give up. There's a try for Daniel Tupo. Valentine Holmes fluffed his lines to seal a Queensland win as Cody Walker's night also ended early after being knocked out. With minutes to go, Josh Adokar was controversially denied a penalty try. He'd have got there. He's the fastest man on the planet. Allen was sent to the bin, but the Maroons managed to hold on against the odds. Written off by all beforehand, it's a serious win that won't be forgotten anytime soon. And on behalf of the worst ever Queensland team, thank you very much. James Manton, 7 News. The highly anticipated report into alleged war crimes by Australian defence personnel in Afghanistan will be released this morning. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. This could lead to soldiers being charged. 
Good morning, Jody. Yes, that is the confronting possibility, though the process likely to take many years once these findings from the Inspector General of the Defence Force are released later this morning. The Prime Minister warning Australians to brace for difficult news. He's returned to Canberra from his visit to Japan, now in two weeks quarantine, having already announced a special investigator will be set up to refer any criminal conduct by Australian personnel for prosecution. The report follows a four-year inquiry into allegations that Australian Special Forces soldiers tortured and executed unarmed prisoners while serving in Afghanistan from 2005 Everyone. to 2016. Uh, it I... examined more than 50 incidents and spoke to some 330 witnesses. The Chief of Defence, Angus Campbell, will address the media later this morning. He's the only one authorised to comment on these findings, which we understand will not name any individuals. The families, though, of alleged Afghan victims hope that today's report will finally confirm what happened to their loved ones, while an independent panel will be set up within the ADF to drive broader cultural change to ensure any misconduct, if it occurred, never happens again. Jody. OK, Olivia, thank you. The Prime Minister will delay a decision on a planned superannuation rise until the May budget. The guarantee was due to lift to 12% by 2025, but there are concerns lifting the compulsory contribution would smash post-pandemic wages. The government will tomorrow release a review into retirement incomes. National Australia Bank says branches will reopen this morning after a bomb threat was declared a hoax. Every branch in the country was forced to close yesterday due to a physical security threat. ATMs within branches were also taken offline. The bank says authorities have now deemed that the threat was a hoax and that staff and customers can safely return. Crown Resorts is facing an uphill battle to retain its casino licence after the company was blocked from opening its brand new Sydney casino as planned in December. An inquiry into the gambling giant has revealed criminals probably laundered illegal cash through the group's accounts. The New South Wales Liquor and Gaming Authority will wait for the inquiry's findings next year before deciding on the new Barangaroo casino's fate. Crown will now negotiate an earlier opening for its hotel and restaurant operation at the site. A man accused of stalking and killing ex-colleague Celeste Mano in her Melbourne home remains in hospital this morning. 35-year-old Louis Sacco needs surgery on his cut hands before he can be questioned by detectives. His family has told Seven News they're mortified by what he's allegedly done. Celeste was found dead in a Mernda home in the early hours of Monday morning. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit. 
Those with a lead foot won't be given advance warning of mobile speed cameras in New South Wales. Portable warning signs will be scrapped as part of tough new measures to crack down on dangerous driver behaviour. New penalties for drunk and drugged drivers are also being introduced, which would see repeat offenders face up to $11,000 in fines and three years in jail. A man found guilty of a vicious attack on a Melbourne nurse has avoided jail. Jackson Williams was found guilty of common assault after dragging his victim into a laneway, pinning her to the ground and covering her mouth. He's been handed a two-and-a-half-year community corrections order and allowed to walk free after a judge ruled his low IQ and naivety would leave him too vulnerable behind bars. Williams claims he was so drunk he has no memory of the attack. Virgin Australia has emerged from voluntary administration with a new plan. The revamped airline is hoping to position itself between Qantas and Jetstar while also promising no nasty changes to its popular frequent flyer program. A return ticket from seven months in limbo. Virgin 2.0 ready for takeoff. The first major Australian airline ever to come back from voluntary administration. Today is the first day writing a new chapter in our history. The new boss unveiling a new plan for the new look airline, a mid-market carrier, neither full service nor budget. The experience will be exactly the same as it has been in the past. Not exactly. Free onboard snacks will go. Economy, Economy X and business classes will stay. Under review, in-flight entertainment and Wi-Fi and a date for the return to international travel. The exact details of Virgin's domestic network yet to be clarified, but the company is committed to maintaining a third of the local market, as it did pre-pandemic. 30% market share is definitely if Virgin gets its positioning right. But the loyalty of 3,500 workers won't be rewarded. Redundancies announced earlier this year remain. Approximately 6,000 workers engaged by the company with some to come back into the future. I think that's a good outcome. Amelia Brace, 7 News. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has unveiled plans for a green industrial revolution. The 10-point plan to tackle climate change includes ending the sale of petrol and diesel fuelled vehicles by 2030, that's 10 years ahead of schedule. It also involves quadrupling the amount of offshore wind power, boosting hydrogen production and greater investment in nuclear power. German police have fired water cannon to disperse thousands of anti-lockdown protesters in Berlin. Officers unleashed on the massive crowd after protesters ignored calls to wear masks and to socially distance. Police in riot gear moved in and made dozens of arrests. A large fire has broken out at an industrial complex in California. The blaze broke out just before midnight, quickly engulfing the entire building east of Los Angeles. Fire crews rushed to the scene, but it took several hours to extinguish the flames. Nobody was injured. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones has rebounded amid vaccine optimism. The Nasdaq is also up. European markets are riding the positivity. London's FTSE added. Germany's DAX also gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei fell. Hong Kong's Hang Seng was up. The All Lords and the ASX 200 both finished in positive territory. On the commodities market, gold is trading down slightly at 1,878 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 42 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.2 US cents. 76 Japanese yen and $1.05 New Zealand. 
Police investigating the disappearance of Madeleine McCann are searching a new property in Germany linked to her suspected kidnapper. Officers who had previously searched an allotment once used by suspect Christian Bruckner received a tip-off. That led them to a house near Hanover where Bruckner once lived. The convicted German sex offender lived in Portugal when Madeleine was abducted 13 years ago. Pharmaceutical giant Pfizer will ask US regulators to fast-track approval of its COVID-19 vaccine after new test results showed it's 95% effective. Live to US correspondent Tim Lester now. Good morning, Tim. Some more good news as the pandemic worsens across the globe. Good morning, Jody. Yes, Pfizer just last week suggested that its vaccine appeared to be 90% effective. Now it has completed stage three. It has lifted that number to 95%. It is eerily similar to the number from another drug maker, Moderna, just two days ago for its candidate vaccine. The difference in Pfizer's case is because it's now completed the steps for stage three trials, it says it can and will submit the vaccine for a approval to the Food and Drug Administration in Washington DC here within days. Uh, Pfizer's trial involved more than 43,000 people. It says there were 170 cases in all of COVID-19 develop in trial participants, but only eight of those occurred with those taking the actual vaccine. The remainder were taking the placebo. It also reports the vaccine to be 94.5% effective, almost as effective as it is generally in those aged over 65. And it says is that uh, there were virtually no side effects, certainly none serious, some fatigue and headaches suffered by a small number of participants. Now, Pfizer is among the four companies that the Australian government has arrangements with. It has arrangement for 10 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine, but the Pfizer vaccine requires two doses, so that would cover 5 million people. Uh, it is now, it seems, a good bet for the Australian government because Pfizer appears to be the front runner now in terms of developing a COVID-19 vaccine. Jody? Sounding promising. OK, thanks, Tim. In sports news, they were dubbed the worst Queensland team in history, but the Maroons have pulled off an upset Origin Series win in front of the biggest crowd in the world since the pandemic began. Blues captain James Tedesco sat out most of the game after being knocked out as Jai Arrow was criticised for pushing him to the ground during the incident. The Blues were controversially denied a late penalty try as Queensland held on for a 2-1 Series win. Cameron Munster won the Wally Lewis medal as player of the series. Pakistan expects the, the Australian cricket team will end their touring absence of the country after England confirmed they will return next year for the first time since 2004. The Aussies haven't toured Pakistan since 1998 after a series of terrorist attacks in the country. Australia are scheduled to play there in 2022. In the women's big batch last night, the Sydney derby went down to the very last ball. The Sixers are now fifth on the ladder.
Taking a look at the weather around the country now, an inland trough will filter warm northerly winds over South Australia, Victoria and southern New South Wales, raising fire danger. The trough in the west will generate showers and thunderstorms over the WA interior and western parts of South Australia and the Northern Territory. Onshore winds will bring coastal showers to Queensland. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, 28 the top, mostly sunny in Sydney, heading for 25, sunny in 28 in Canberra, partly cloudy in Melbourne, a possible light shower in Hobart, mostly sunny atop of 36 degrees in Adelaide, partly cloudy in Perth and partly cloudy in 35 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday the 19th of November.